This is Listen Lakeland, the show that keeps you up to date on all the things that make our city a great place to live, work, and play. Today's host built her career in communications and public relations after graduating from Florida Southern College. As the president and CEO of the Lakeland Chamber of Commerce, she's charged with making Lakeland a place where business can prosper through advocacy, professional development, and education. She's on the boards of Polk Vision, Polk Arts Alliance, and Lakeland Vision. Please welcome your host, Amy Wiggins. Welcome to the good life. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Amy Wiggins. I'm thrilled to be one of the board members for Lakeland Vision, which means that I have the joy of participating in the Listen Lakeland radio show. We're here today to talk about things that are important to Lakelanders and how they relate to the vision that you all have shared with us um, through our series of surveys. I think you have hopefully heard it enough by now that we focus on strong and safe neighborhoods, jobs for a vibrant economy, activities for a diverse community, and focus on lifelong education. And so to help me tell you a little bit more about what's happening in our community, I am joined by two of my favorite Lakeland Electric employees today, Cindy Clemens and Corey Bush. Thank you so much for being here to tell us a little bit about what's happening with um, with our municipal electric utility mm-hmm. here in Lakeland. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So I know we were um, kind of talking a little bit before beforehand. And first, I should probably give you the opportunity to introduce yourself and tell us what you do for Lakeland Electric. So Cindy, why don't you start? Okay, sure. Um, So my name is Cindy Clemens, and I am the manager of legislative and regulatory relations. So government affairs, I get to deal with all of our great legislators at the state level, the federal level, and of course, our beloved city commission. Yes, definitely. Well, we're glad that you are here and that you are making those things happen. That tends to be, um, that policy aspect, I think, tends to confuse a lot of folks. So it's nice to have somebody that is focusing on that and Mm well-versed in it. And I've known you for a long time, and I know that you are my go-to when there's something policy-related that I don't understand. Thank you. That's a nice compliment from you. It's the truth. Absolutely. Well, and Corey, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. My name is Corey Bush. I am um, currently the AGM of customer service at Lakeland Electric. Uh, just, I believe, April, the beginning of April, uh, completed my 20th year of employment here. So I started out. Well, thank you. Started out as a uh, as a lineman apprentice with the utility um, many, many years ago and kind of worked my way up through operations. I was a, uh, a lineman, uh, a foreman, uh, got into our control center operations, managed that group for a spell, and um, yeah, have progressed through the utility up to, to my current role. We had uh, uh, my predecessor uh, retired last year. It's, it's uh, industry-wide. We're going through a lot of, a lot of, um, of, of the... Uh, the more seasoned employees mm-hmm. moving Absolutely. out, same as the private sector. Um, but but uh, opportunity came up to kind of get into the, um, the the customer service atmosphere, which is a third of our business. Sure. Um, and, and and got completely out of my sandbox, um, took this <laughs> challenge on, but it's been uh, quite a rewarding um, position to, to, to help guide this utility through. So. Well, and I, I think we all, as customers ourselves, right, everyone is a customer. We, rep, we recognize and, and kind of sometimes feel like we miss 
the importance of customer service. And I know that Lakeland Electric certainly puts uh, an emphasis on making sure that the customer is treated kindly and uh, respectfully. So we appreciate that. We absolutely do. It was, uh, you know, part of my, my, my pitch during the job interview was I feel like I've been in customer service since, since sure. I started here at the utility because we, we, um, you know, we value the, the, the folks that we work for, and that's the ratepayers of this community. So Definitely. Well, knowing that it's June yes. um, and knowing that all we've been hearing about is hurricane season, and um, we've got a few days left, I think, of the, the tax-free preparedness. Um, so tell us a little bit about what, what do we need to know about being prepared for hurricane season as it relates to, well, just in general, I would imagine, what are some good tips and reminders? So yeah, uh, but from the utility utility level, we've uh, we we prep pretty much year round for this sure. <laughs> this ramp up. Um, it, Hurricane Ian had a, a huge impact on our utility last uh, on our coverage area last uh, September, and as soon as we're we we get through that, um, you know the shock and and the the restoration we immediately get back to work on what can, we can approve on. So from a utility standpoint, we're, we're meeting, we, we've got um, improvement plans in mm -hmm. place. Um, we're, we're stocking up on transformers, poles, getting up, um, ramping up into this June 1st deadline at the beginning of the season. We've got our, SO, or our EOPs in place, um, revamping. Cindy, feel free to jump in here at any time, <laughs> whenever, whenever you want to interject. But, but it's it's a process. Um, it's one of the many hats we all wear at the utility, um, it, where we have to collectively come together to make sure we are dotting I's and crossing T's, getting ready um, for uh, the possible impact. Um, for, for, for everybody, if not, you know, personally and right. for the utility. So. Well, exactly. But that's an, an important distinction, I think, um, that I, sometimes I feel like I need to say the obvious because we forget people who work for Lakeland Electric are also customers of Lakeland Electric. Exactly. Yes. So I, it's an mm -hmm. important thing for me to continue to say that, especially sometimes in my own head. <laughs> yes. You know, I think we've all been in that yeah, space. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I'm curious to know, um, because as you were talking about having 20 years in in the business and specifically here at, at LE, um, I would imagine that technology has made some pretty significant strides in that time. And I'm curious how that number, you know, number two, I guess, relates into the customer service side of mm -hmm. things. But number one, what technology has been implemented or, or what's new that helps you in that emergency preparedness? That's a great question. Uh, we've progressed uh, naturally the, the same as any other industry into, uh, you know, a lot more tools. We've built customer facing information tools mm -hmm. that, that, that in themselves create their own set of problems we ran into. And we realized sure. we're, we are now putting out more information um, to our customers at, at a much faster pace than we ever did. Um, our last event was 2017 with Hurricane Irma. Right. Um, we have a, a storm center map that is on our on our uh, LakelandElectric.com okay. website. Um, it's up 24-7, so even an afternoon thunderstorm, our customers mm -hmm. can go to that. They can see the outages that are in their areas. We've got tons of information we push out to our customers through text messages, through emails, whether it's your day-to-day -day billing, if you have, if you are experiencing a power outage, we can we can send that out to you through a text message. So that in itself, um, the amount of information we have going out 
prompts people to dig a little more and ask more right. questions. So that was part of our strategy. How do we get ahead of some of that messaging going okay. into the new storm season? But um, the, the information we have about ETRs and, and outages, um, and like I said, even down to your bill uh, due date mm-hmm. is, is, is more than we've ever had. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be a part of that. It's, it's, uh, it's beneficial, especially during storms. People want information. They, they want, even if it's, you know, going to be three, four days, they just right. want to know. They just and want I just, to, I'm guessing ETR is estimated time of recovery. At restoration. Restoration. Yes, my, okay. I'm sorry. I was close. No, you were. That's okay. That was, that was very good <laughs> and good catch there. Um, I'll speak in my own language sometimes. I understand. So, but yes, estimated time of restoration, which is what everybody's hoping for. Right. Everybody really exactly. needs that information. Exactly. So we've made great strides. Um, working in, in pushing that information out to our to our customers proactively. We had, so. uh, like, um, we every year we go through and do, um, it's an emergency operation plan, and sure. it's pretty thick, and we do di- diligence every year and go through it. And between Irma and Ian, we added seven to eight different so- facing, you know, softwares that were for employees, employee-facing okay. software. And it, we were like, wait, how many do we have? We have eight. Okay, do we have eight different passwords? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Eight different training sessions. Who needs it? Who doesn't need it? Because we have, right. you know, all of our employees have a special role, so we have to go in and figure out, okay, well, we need all these people that do this special role during the storm have to get trained on this software. And they right. Have, it was, I mean, so we had, like Corey was saying, we advanced and we had so many more ways to communicate and track on what we're doing. But at the same time, it was, it was creating like this whole other stream of work that we were like, oh, wait, we, we need to get up on this. So we've spent the last year focusing on that software, making sure, and now we have it like, make sure you have your password at the beginning of storm season. And Mm -hmm. even if you have eight different passwords, have them written down or memorized very well, because you're going to be in there as soon as the storm hits using all of these, um, not customer facing, but employee facing softwares. That's a really good reminder for everyone to, to just make sure. I think we, we all have been in that space where the technology that's available to us has been beneficial and also created new, not problems, but new um, need for structure. Mm-hmm. And so I, opportunities. I think opportunities <laughs> for yes. improvement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, just kind of reminding everyone, even at home, that we're, you know, as we get into this space, do have your passwords re- memorized mm-hmm. really, really well or in a secure place so that you right. can log in even from your devices that you might not normally log in from because yeah. the ones that you do Absolutely. have have lost their batteries or whatever it might be. So that's, um wow, that's really kind of overwhelming to think about for, tell, tell me how many customers Lakeland Electric serves. So right now we have, uh, we're close to 140,000. So okay. we, we've experienced a large amount of growth the, probably the past four years. 2020 was like a year we hadn't seen in a long time, just a, a huge population explosion. Um, and it has just continued and, and we're still experiencing it now, um, with the, with the, the build outs and the businesses that folks like, uh, your organization right, are right. attempting to attract and, <laughs> yes. and, and bring to Lakeland because it is a, a great place to, to work and live. So, 
Um, yeah, about 140,000 though. Wow. Meters, so. so Cindy, I'm going to look at you and ask you to give us the kind of just for, for folks that may not have lived in Lakeland for a long time or are, are relatively new, or even some of us that have been here a while and might need a little bit of a refresher on how Lakeland Electric is governed and what it means to be a municipally owned utility. Sure. So we're coming up on almost 125 years of ownership wow. by the city of Lakeland. And what that means is our customers own us. Right. They own the electric utility. And the money that we make goes right back into the community. So that's why we have, um, you know, really great city services mm -hmm. and, and the city um has the infrastructure that it needs. It has the safety services from police and fire. I mean, we don't fund all of it, but we fund a large portion of it. Right. And that is the reason why a municipal utility exists, is to fund the city and make it a vibrant place to live. That is the whole reason for existence for a municipal utility. Right. And just from a... Um Coming back to a little bit of our, our vision to help our um, residents here in Lakeland kind of understand that inner workings of, of government, um, what that means is that the city commission has a role in making decisions, and we also have uh, an electric utility advisory committee? Or Correct. So if we were um, independently owned, mm -hmm. okay, so, um, you know, traded on the New York Stock Exchange right. and, you know, my money would go to people who own stock. Mm -hmm. um, and I would report to Tallahassee to a very specific utility board that is, you know, covered by people who are appointed by the governor. Right. What we have here is we have the city commission and then we also have six appointed members of the utility committee. And um, that group is the entity that makes decisions and drives policy for the utility. Right. So it's local. Everyone who um, serves on it um, has a very local perspective. Um, we find that um, the more local the government, the better for the community. Mm -hmm. And so the decisions are being made right here. And um, we, you know, there's an opportunity for anyone in our service territory to come and express their concerns we have representation outside the city limits mm -hmm. um, because about 60% of our population of our customer base is outside the city limits, but we still have people on our utility committee who represent that, right. that group. Yeah. So, Thank you. I appreciate that. I think sometimes um, even for those of us that are kind of in the inner workings on a daily basis, um, it's nice to have that little bit of a reminder, and especially for folks who just their main interaction with like Little Electric is just the... Um, monthly utility bill. So it's nice yeah. to be able to, to say that. So I know, Corey, because your experience and expertise is right now in the customer service space, is there anything you want to brag about, about the customer service um, advancements or technology, something that folks can look forward to as they um, interact with customer service here? Sure. Um, I think Friday was my one-year anniversary of, of, of <laughs> accepting this position. So um, I'm excited. We've we've got a we've got a mindset. We 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 have to balance both the customers, the customers' needs mm -hmm. um, between self service and um, 
you know, the, the want of the customer to reach out and contact somebody. We have, we, I don't feel like we'll ever get away from that. Sure. Especially, you know, Lakeland, has, I, I was born and raised here. It's, mm-hmm. it's the, the, the homegrown feel that we all love Definitely. and attracts us and keeps us here. So you want, when you have an issue, you want to be able to, to get somebody on the other end of the line. Um, so we have to balance both the call center and then the self-service piece mm-hmm. where folks just want to have the, the two minute interaction with an application to, to pay their bill or to, um, you know, report a street light out. So mm-hmm. we're, we're working on a, a lot of automation, um, at that level right. to, to balance that. We've, I'm happy to say I watched a, uh, a, a pretty informative demo, um, a couple of weeks ago um, of a, an application we're pursuing to roll out to, okay. to, to facilitate a lot of those needs where you can pay um, in various different ways. Um, also, the, the street light outage reporting, we call mm-hmm. it incident watch. Um, be, stay tuned. That's coming as well. Uh, um, a lot of really streamlined processes outside the normal um, you know, business difficulties we all have if you're making a payment arrangement or if you need to request some specific services, right. we got to have those in place. We have rolled out a, a ton of different ways to pay your bill. Um, we have found that the digital wallet is, is here, yes. um, that it's popular, mm-hmm. and, and, and even in our, you know, some of our more elderly communities, mm-hmm. they have grasped it. They love the Apple Pay, the Venmo, the wow, PayPal. Wow, okay. Right, so we're seeing those numbers rise. Um, our goal is to give you as many uh, different options mm-hmm. to pay your bill that is most convenient to you. Um, the most recent uh, undergoing we took was a retail cash payment program. We've had kiosk in, in the service territory sure. since about 2015. Mm-hmm. We're trying to phase those out for many different reasons. So we've uh, partnered with uh, Kuber as, is mm-hmm. one of our bigger vendors. There's, I think, 60,000 retail outlets across the nation between Walgreens and CVS wow. okay. where those customers who want to pay their bill with cash can go there, scan their QR code or their barcode on their bill and pay their bill right there. And it, it instantly goes to credits their their account. Oh, wow. So we're, we're working hard to put as, as, as diverse payments as, mm-hmm. as people want out there with as much information as, as they request. That's kind of a... a a challenge sure. when we're, when we're judging, um, you know, where we want to be in five years, cause you don't want to put all your eggs in this digital, um, disconnected mm-hmm. feel. We want, we want to have that, that, um, we want to have our customers feel like, Hey, Lakeland electric is there to listen to us mm-hmm. if, if we do need them. So I think that's so important. I, you know, listening to you and I'm thinking, you know, I, I can think of times that I have actually spent more time trying to find a digital solution to a problem <laughs> than when I, I could have made three or four customer service phone calls at Correct. the time that I've done that. So it's, we, we do get programmed into that. Um, but it is nice to know that here at Lakeland Electric, again, to, to your point earlier, is our utility, and it is here to to serve us and to make our city great. So that's really um, it's really nice to to hear. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. We we you know, it's it, it's probably not the most highly uh, rated interaction people have monthly, but it is a vital to to to, to our life yes. and into our freedom to have that light switch come on and. And we're affordable and dependable and sustainable. That's our that's our moniker that we're going by, and we we stick to it. We want to we want to to be your hometown utility that that is here for you. So, 
I want to talk just a little bit um, about jobs because I know that is critically important to our to our community. Um, how many employees does Lakeland Electric have right now? Currently, we're at about three hundred and seventy. Okay. Um, total, um, our TO is, is is a little over four hundred. We've okay. got uh, several, several openings. openings. Yes, and I've. I've got several openings in my department. So um. <laughs> so just kind of run down for me really quickly, how many different types of jobs are there here at Lakeland Electric? We have, um, if, if you want to work in the field, we have uh, Lyman apprentice jobs that have been pretty popular. Um, we, okay. we get a lot of, uh, of applications for those. I think mm-hmm. they'll cut it off at about 120, okay. and it cuts off every time. And those will come open a couple times a year, mm-hmm. um, trying to keep the field crews uh, staff with qualified, um, you know, line workers, sure. and it's it's a it's a great trade. Absolutely, um, we we put them through a four year apprenticeship. Wow, when the, when they are done, um, I'll put them up against any line worker around. They do it. We do a great job here at the utility training from start to finish mm-hmm. to get folks right off the streets that uh, want to dedicate themselves to learn a, a trade that, that's got a good wage and it's a good it's a good sustainable job that's right. going to be around for a long time. Um, all, we have that all the way to engineers, to call center reps, to uh, I'm interviewing for a manager position in my department right now, um, which is more the business side and billing and mm-hmm. collections and in uh, the energy industry, we've got, um, help me think, Cindy. <laughs> well, um, we also have a lot of programs with the high schools and, mm-hmm. and the trade schools. And um, we have some positions open right now for, you know, uh, high school uh, students to come in and work side by side with us. Wow. And those are actually, I, I, if I, I looked last week, there's, I think, two or three still posted. Yeah. They're um, utility worker. Um, I think we need a solar coordinator to help with all the solar that's been put on all, everyone's roof. Right. Um, so there's some really, there's, so that we have opportunities for even high school that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. We we partner with with Tenor Rock High School and right. the Power Academy. We look for jobs for those uh, that are that are uh, wanting to not necessarily, uh, you know, maybe pursue um, a, a job in the in electric mm-hmm. industry, but at least they can they can maybe find their niche right out of high school right. and, and kind of gear them towards a career that parallels ours. Um, and then a, a ton of high school in, or uh, college internships as yep, well. Sure. My college intern is here right now. <laughs> I know. Well, and I, I should say for those um, for those listening, the reason that I do kind of keep finding myself saying right here at Lakeland Electric is because we're very fortunate that this show is a partnership with the city of Lakeland and Hall Communications Big Four Radio Group. And so Lakeland Electric donates a conference room to us once a month Absolutely to no record. Problem. So we're glad to be here and to, to have this beautiful view behind us for those who can see on video. Um, so I, you said um, Sustainability in terms of the the job market and keeping a sustainable flow of employees, but can we talk a little bit about sustainability in energy delivery and what that means for the citizens of Lakeland? Absolutely, we've um, we've taken a, a lot of great strides. Um, many of you know we imploded our uh, Mac yes. three um, uh, coal burning unit this year. Interesting, made for some really good video and it did. and. Um, that was I. I was there, mm-hmm. and that was a sound like I have never exactly. felt before because it literally mm-hmm. rattled my bones. And it, it was like has been a stable in the community. I remember 
driving by it growing up. Yeah. My father-in-law retired from there. I mean, everybody un- understands, you know, when you talk about the coal burning unit in, Flo- in Lakeland, Florida, they know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So the landscape has changed from the implosion and we've got new generation that we hope to be online this time next year. Um, natural gas burning units, six, uh, 20 megawatt units to replace the, um, the, the Mac three unit. And it's all about, um, you know, being more efficient and, mm-hmm. and, um, streamlining and, and getting more in line. The, these are going to be natural gas, which is obviously cleaner than, the, than the coal. And then, um, really, um, kind of being a counterweight to the solar influx. We okay. drive everywhere and we see mm-hmm. these these uh, pastures that we've drove, drove by uh, for years and years and years, and now there's solar panels everywhere. Right. So there's a need for um, quick online generation, mm-hmm. which this is going to help offset some of that solar footprint that we've seen come across the state. And and then working with um, with our residents and, and helping them develop their own solar program. We've seen a, a, an uptick in the rooftop solar mm-hmm. and those folks are coming to your house and they're trying to sell you these, these, uh, these, these solar packages for your house. We want you to reach out to us and let's partner together. We, we are 100% in support of solar sure. and, and any way we can do uh, to, to help you walk through that, we, we want to be here for you. So we've got some things working behind the scenes with some, some new job opportunities and how we, structure some of our internal communications and and helping um our customers walk through the the solar journey because Mm -hmm. it's it's a big investment i mean we all know that oh absolutely and and we want to make sure that that the customer knows what to expect from the utility and vice versa Mm -hmm. outside of what a a salesperson is telling them so right well and so you do you have someone here in the, in Lakeland Electric's office, that's um, kind of a solar liaison. <laughs> Is that? Yeah, we have um, we have a solar team. We um we have a manager that does emerging technology. Okay, and um, that's got to be a really cool job. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it Scott. Um, is Scott Bishop, and he mm-hmm. just um, actually got promoted. So now he's the um, assistant general manager for energy delivery. Okay. So, but he's still kind of doing both roles mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, I mean, they're looking at solar, hydrogen, mm-hmm. um, carbon capture is another topic that keeps coming up okay. a lot. Yeah. Um, one of the things about the new um, engines that we're buying um, to replace the coal, they have the capacity to burn hydrogen. Wow. So we're starting to, you know, these things that we thought were maybe more experimental, um, we're starting to see are really coming to fruition. So. Wow. We're excited to see what's going to happen. Yeah, that's it's a little intimidating. I would I would think yeah. to to think about because I mean you're not just talking maybe five years in the future, you're talking pretty soon. I mean we're going to start seeing movement soon. I think um, you know with a lot of the regulations coming down from mm-hmm. the federal government, um, we're going to see some um, really interesting um, situations where we're going to have to be more aggressive about our next round of energy generation, like what are we going to do? Because right now we're looking at some new regulations that just came out about a week ago mm-hmm. and um, it could impact us and we might have to be looking at new generation within 10 years. Oh my goodness. So whereas before we thought, okay, we we have a little bit longer right. to maybe 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if these regulations pass, which... You know, you have to remember federal regulations, they, they'll, it'll go to court, it'll be in the right. Supreme Court, it'll get kicked back, and then they'll come around with another round. So we'll see. I mean, things can change, but 
you know, when those uh, the the regulations came out a couple a week or two ago, we were all like, oh my gosh, this is such a things are really happening. Yeah. Like it's not just something you're reading about or watching in a movie. Yeah, some of the things we we all talked about in passing maybe five years ago um, of being many many years down the road, and mm-hmm. they're they're literally creeping up on our doorstep. Yes. and that's what yes. that's what excites me about this industry. It, right. It's it, you can be as creative and 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 um, engaged and out of the box in your thinking as you need to be, and it, it's really satisfying to be on the cusp of of some of those things that that Cindy's talking about. It's it is scary. You did mention it. It's yeah. intimidating a little yeah. bit because um, it's uncharted for us, but um, we've got good leadership, good guidance um, to help make those decisions. So. And I, I think another thing that's important is that the federal government has an incredible amount of money through grants and loans, Mm -hmm. um, tax credits, which we're eligible for. Mm -hmm. We've never been eligible for tax credit because we're tax exempt. Um, But under some new federal laws, we have the ability, if we build a solar farm, we can get tax credits for it now. Wow. Which is huge. I mean, so it almost helps, you know, justify, you know, the expense because we're going to get a return. Mm -hmm. So... It's, I mean, that's, I would say that is driving. I've been working on that for how long, Corey? Two years? Yes. Wow. Two years we've been working on, you know, tracking the the dollars and finding out where we can get them and how we can apply them. And I think that is going to help a Mm -hmm. lot. And this is one of my, um, the favorite parts of my job is that I get to learn so much about everything that's going on in the community and all the layers that go into something that we take for granted, right? Just flipping on a light switch or plugging in to charge our phones. There's so many folks who are behind that and making sure that we're keeping up with um, with everything that needs to be kept up with. So as we, um, we kind of reach the end of our time here, do you want to tell us the, the, how to get in touch with Lakeland Electric if we if we need to and how to stay connected? Yeah, I want to thank you for the opportunity. Yes. I mean, we we jump at these these times where we can sit down with an audience and and really try to connect as as humans, as ratepayers ourselves, right. and kind of let them know outside of what they see outside their monthly bill that we're trying to do. And, and great that, point. And yeah. That yes. we all work incredibly hard um, to keep their, their rates low and their reliability high. So yes. um, we can be reached at uh, LakelandElectric.com. Yep. There's multiple ways there. Our, all of our social media, um, MyLakelandElectric.com, or um, our Facebook's MyLakelandElectric, yep. right, uh, yeah. Twitter, um, you know, you can reach us, our customer service line, 863-834-9535. Awesome. Yeah. And we, we you know, we, we'd love feedback we 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 listen yes <laughs> you know yes. we're not ignoring you so so it's uh it, it's it's really good so well, thanks for having I, us. I appreciate y'all um coming and sitting down with me thank you so much yeah, thank and, you amy um, thanks to everybody for listening as well just a reminder that uh, listen lakeland is brought to you by lakeland vision the city of lakeland and hall communications radio group please uh share your feedback with us take our survey at lakelandvision.org and we'll see you next time Listen, Lakeland is brought to you as a collaborative project between Lakeland Vision, the City of Lakeland, and Hall Communications, a community working together to provide an exceptional quality of life. Thank you for being with us.